is the great escape. And it's going to be a little different today because we're still breaking up these uh, religious false teachings that are out here that 90% of the churches around the world are involved with. But as always, we're going to see what the Word of God says about it. Is that all right with y'all? So please release your religion and your what you think and allow God to teach us his holy and magnificent word. The great escape, most of y'all know and call it the rapture. And it's all right with me as long as you know the truth about what you call the rapture. We're going to be dealing with the timing of it in accordance to God's word and not man's theology. Is that all right with you all? So we're going to be dealing with a lot of scriptures because there's so many scriptures that's in the Bible that speaks about this situation that I can't cover it all in one session, but there will be a lot of scriptures today because I want you to understand what God is saying about the situation. The great escape. I want you to turn with me to Second Thessalonians, the Second chapter, verses 1 through verses 3. Second Thessalonians, verses 1 through verses 3. That'll be in chapter 2. Amen? This is Paul speaking. He's speaking to the church of Thessalonica, the Thessalonians. And he says to them, he says, now we beseech you, brother. In other words, we're begging you, brother. By the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. He's talking about what y'all call the rapture, okay? Most of you. He says that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. See, see, they were troubled that, that this thing at that time was about to take place. And Paul is correcting them here and he says in verse 3, now look here. He says, first of all, I don't want you to let no man deceive you by how many means? Any means. Amen. So that means that man will tell you a lot about 
God's Word. And man will use scriptures who are out of line with the specific message that's being brought. They'll dance around the real scriptures just to prove their theological point of view so that you'll believe the way they believe. I don't want to believe the way you believe because you might be believing wrong. Personally, I want to believe the way God's word speaks to me. Put that scripture back up there, son. It says, let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. That's a falling away from the truth. Believing a lie. We live in a world now where everybody's falling away from the truth and they're believing a lie. They're believing man instead of believing God, right? And then after the truth, see, this other thing can't come until truth fails in the earth. Amen? Now the next thing, because truth has already failed in the earth, is that that man of sin be revealed. Talking about the Antichrist, the son of perdition. Amen? Are you with me? So two things got to happen before God come to get his church. Amen? There's got to be a falling away from the truth according to the Bible. And that the Antichrist shall be revealed before God come and get his people. That's the word. Now, let's go to Daniel, book of Daniel, because we're going to walk this, Daniel 9, 27. Daniel 9, 27. And he, the Antichrist, he's going to confirm the covenant with many for one week. One week means seven years. A day for a year, okay? And in the midst of the week, he's going to call sacrifices and oblations to cease. After three and a half years, he's going to deal with this thing, the Antichrist. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, that means the fullness of it, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. So here's you got. You got a one week, seven year, right? They call it the seven year tribulation. Am I correct about that? It's a lie. It's the seven year tribulation, the first three and a half years. I'm going to prove it to you in the Bible. And the second half is the wrath of God against the children of disobedience for three and a half years. Three and a half years, the tribulation of the saints. Three and a half years, the wrath of God will be poured out upon the children of disobedience. Three and a half and three and a half is seven years. That's the book. That's the book. We're going to go further. Daniel. 7, verse 25. 
Daniel 7, verse 25. The Bible says that he shall speak great words against the Most High. Mm -hmm. He's going to blaspheme God. And watch this. And shall wear out the who? Of who? Who are we? We're the saints. If God is going to get his church before the Antichrist is revealed, then how is he going to wear us out? You tell me now. The Bible says that the Antichrist is going to speak great things against God and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. And he's going to think to change times and laws, and they shall be given into his hands. He's talking about the saints being given into the hands of the Antichrist until a time, a time, and a dividing of a time, which is three and a half years. Amen? Is that not the word? If we're going to be gone before the tribulation, then how is he going to receive us into his hands to wear us out? False teaching. Talked to y'all about that last week. See, we got to bust this religious thing up they got going out here. Now, these people, they keep going to them religious churches and listening to these lies, but we're going to give you the truth here. We're not going to play with your souls here because, see, the end time is here. Hell is coming up to meet us and it's enlarging itself in a speedy place. Looking at the documentary the other day, yesterday, and I see where They've discovered 29 civilizations out there in the universe, our universe, our solar system. They're there. And not only are they there, but they're here because I told you that they put, uh, the Pentagon has put a governmental task force together to investigate, there's been so many UFO sightings from military brass that they can't ignore it anymore. They're watching us. They're communicating with us. They're here. And there's a reason. Because God is getting his report back on what's going on. They call them in the Bible the watchers. Uh-huh, it's in the Bible. I'm going to expand your mind as my dear lady preached the other week. Expand your mind so that you can catch a revelation. Because if you don't go higher, you can't see no more than what you see. 
In order to receive more, you got to take a step up. You look different up here than it do when I'm down there. Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible say, come up, come up here. Now, Revelations 13, verses 5 through 9. Let's just go on down the road here. Revelation 13, verses 5 through 9. The Bible tells us here in verse 5 of Revelation 13, speaking of the Antichrist. And there was given him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemes. Hmm? Wasn't he blaspheming God? Did we just read that just a minute ago? He's going to speak great words out of his mouth. He got a big mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But God going to deal with him. And his big mouth. And look at here. And power was given unto him to continue 40 and 2 months. That's three and a half years. That's a time, times, and the dividing of a time. Three and a half years, right? That's word. Next verse. Verse 6 says, And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against who? Uh-huh. To blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, which is us, and them that dwell in heaven. See, he cussing out everything. He's an idiot. And verse 7 says, oh, here it is. Here it is. Go ahead. And it was given unto him to do what? With who? If you're going to be gone, how are you going to make war with you? If you're going to be gone before the tribulation. You've been lied to by people in the pulpit. Say you're going to make war with them, the saints, and going to overcome them. And power was given unto him over all kindred and tongues and nation. Well, I'm going to keep on going. I'm, I, I'm not even going to deal with them other two verses because that they ought to seal that. It should. So God's word goes on and tells us over here in Thessalonians 4, verse 16, 19. Uh, verse 16 through 18. Thessalonians, fourth chapter, verses 16 through 18 is what it is. Amen? says that the Lord himself shall descend from heaven, right? Mm-hmm. With a shout, with the voice of the archangel, remember that word angel, archangel, and remember that word with the trump, of God, the trumpet of God, which is the truth of God. And it says that the dead in Christ shall rise first. Next verse. And then we which are alive, this is what y'all call the rapture, 
It's the great escape. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds. That cloud there means the word of God. To meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with him. Amen. Next verse. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Do we not need to be comforted now? Even though we may not have what we think we want or think we need to have, we're doing better than we think we are, aren't we? Mm -hmm. We're doing a whole lot better than we think we are if we just take a look at ourselves and just what God has done for us. It doesn't matter about we don't have the money, the cars, the new houses, the new clothes. None of that matters as long as we understand that we've got a future in eternity with God. Amen. Amen. But the Bible says, now, don't let no man deceive you by any means. That's book. Because there are some deceiving religious folk out here. And a lot of them are in leadership. Telling lies to God's people to get them to believe that it's a rabbit out there when it's a grizzly bear. And when you go out there, you're going to run up on that grizzly. Oh, but. They said it was a rabbit too late because you were supposed to have studied and make your own self approved of God as a workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen? Mm-hmm. Now, let's see what Dr. Jesus has to say about it. Because, see, Jesus simplified it in the gospel. It's just laid out step by step. But some of us just, that ain't good enough, so, you know, I went to some other places that the other apostles and prophets spoke about. Not going to be with you long at all. Matthew, the 24th chapter, verses 21. Let's go with 21 first. Matthew, 24th chapter. Starting at the 21st verse. Amen? Now, this is Jesus. He laying this thing out, okay? He says in verse 21, For then shall be, what kind of tribulation? Great tribulation. Such as what was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, not ever shall ever be, in other words, won't ever be a time like this. I'm going to go and read 22. You don't have to put it up there, son. But he said, except those days be shortened, there should be no flesh saved. But for the elect, with the elect, with the saints' sake, he's going to shorten these days. All right, let's go down here to 29, verse 29. Put that up there for me. Put uh, 
Matthew 24th chapter, verse 29. Now watch what Je- this is Jesus saying. Now he's the one coming back to get us, right? So he ought to know when all this stuff is going to take place. Now he don't know the hour because the Bible says no man know. No angel, even the son of man don't even know, he says in one of the gospels. Nobody but the father. But when the father gives the order to come get his church, oh, you can bet he coming. Ain't going to be no discharge at that wall. He coming. I told you. They're watching us. And they're reporting back. Something's fixing to go down. And I told y'all the last time about when COVID first come out, and I'm going to reiterate it again so that y'all know that when God's speaking up here, you need to listen. I tell you, the next thing coming is going to be coming from the air, from above. I told you that. It's on record that you've been told, that you've been warned. And here we are. They're all over the place. They've seen them everywhere. Military brass. And they can't do nothing with them because they're so fast. They, they, no competition whatsoever. Just the watchers. Been there the whole time watching them. That's their job. To watch us. Put Matthew 24 verses 29 back up, please. This is Jesus speaking. He said, immediately after the what? Of those days. Immediately after the tribulation. Not before. Now, I know there's some people in here whose religion has taught them that no, it's going to be, we're going to leave before the tribulation. No, you're not. In the book of Revelation, we won't escape the tribulation. We're going to get there in a minute. But we're going to deal with Dr. Jesus right now. He said, immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, the moon shall not give a light, stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Next verse. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And there shall be all the tribes of the earth shall mourn. They shall see the Son of Man coming in the cloud of heaven with power and great glory. Next verse. Here's the kitchen. Here's the clincher. Uh-oh. Sound like over there in First Thessalonians uh, 4, when the Lord shall descend from heaven, he said, and he shall send his angels. Remember the Voice of the archangel? With a great sound of a trumpet. Remember the sound of the trump? And they shall gather together his who? Come on, y'all. From the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. We're the elect. We're the saints. Jesus said up there in verse 29 that it's going to be immediately after the tribulation after the three and a half years of the seven year period. See, 
See, they, they've been lying telling you you're going to be taken up before it happened. No, you'll be taken up in the midst of it after three and a half years because the other three and a half years is for the wrath of God against the children of disobedience. Now, so God's word goes on here and it says in verses uh, 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 31 that he's going to send his angels to gather us up from the four winds. That means all across the universe. Oh, you didn't catch that. I'm going to help you in a minute. Because <laughs> you think it's just us. It ain't just us. The Bible, you're trying to tell us. He told us in the book of John, I got a little, he said, fear not, little flock. I got a flock that you don't even know nothing about. You don't know nothing about me. Look at Mark, the 13th chapter. See, my job is to bust out these false prophets, these unqualified preachers in the pulpit. I am sick of them and what they're doing to God's people. I'm playing out sick of you. Mark, the 13th chapter, verses 24 through 27. Put it up there. He says, but in those days, after that tribulation, talk about that great tribulation, keeps talking about after, don't he? Ain't said nothing before, have he? So where did that doctrine come from then? And it's a lie. Why is the church preaching to God's people lies? Because they're part of the devil, whether they know it or not. They're doing the devil's work from the pulpit to keep the people blinded. But in those days, after that tribulation, then the sun shall be up. Same thing Matthew is saying. And the moon shall not give her light. Next verse. But see, Mark going to bring it out some more. And the stars of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. Next verse. Then shall they see the Son of Man coming with the cloud of great power and glory. Next verse. Here's the clincher. Matthew just spoke about the heavens being collected, didn't he? Watch them all. And then shall he send his angels. There you go. The voice of the archangel. And shall gather together his elect, us, from the four winds. Now he puts earth in there. From the uttermost parts of the earth, uh-huh, to the uttermost parts of the heaven. Do you know what that means? We're not the only ones going up with him. We're not the only ones that's going to be collected. It says so right there. You can see what he's saying. He's saying, I'm going to get them not only from the earth, but I'm going to collect all my saints, all my elect from the heavens. Earth and heaven. That means it's more than us. We're sitting around here thinking that we're so special. 
Now God got some more that's special throughout the universe. Oh, I'm so glad I serve an eternal God that don't have no limitations. I'm so thankful that I serve a God that's beyond the imaginations of man. So that I can understand that there's more to this than just us. And they are being discovered more and more. And we're going to be in a big surprise when we get there and we're going to see all of these different species that's been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Good God Almighty. Fear not, little flock, because I got a flock that you don't know nothing about. That's what Jesus said. He's a big time fella, ain't he? He's a big time fellow. See, 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 when you're dealing with Jesus, Jesus ain't no small-minded preacher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus will bust your head wide open with knowledge. Paul would too. Paul said, I ain't giving you no more than what I'm giving you because you probably won't be able to bear it. There's a whole lot more I know about that Bible that I can't give you right but I'm prepping you. Been prepping you for almost 20 years. Prepping them. Getting them ready for a higher revelation. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I told you what, what was back there. Get away from that. That's old. That's done. Same word. You know. Bigger revelation. God's word don't stop growing. If you up in here learning the same thing today that you were learning last week or last year or 30, 40, 50 years ago, you're in the wrong place. Because you ain't learning nothing. What you look like keep getting your baby milk? Mad malnutrition. That baby got to have more as it grows, right? Huh? You ever hear them holler? Well, you know, you got to give them the sincere milk. See, that's just to keep you stupid. What we look like up in here at House of Destiny drinking milk from the Word. We look stupid as a mule. Just think about that. All these heavyweights up in here in the revelations of God that's been under these teachings all this time. My God. It hurts my soul just to think about that. Mm. They're going to gather them up from the earth to the uttermost parts of the heaven. Here we go. We're going to finish it up. Right here. In Revelation. Here's the kitchen. 
Revelation 7, verse 9. Revelation 7, verse 9. There you go with that word after again. <laughs> after this, I beheld, and lo, it was a great multitude. Pay attention. <coughs> a great multitude. No man could number. <coughs> Out of all nations, all kinds, kindred. All kinds of people, yeah, it's more than us. All kinds of tongues, uh-huh, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, uh-oh, we've been translated, and palms in their hands, right? And what the Bible says. Verse 13 and 14, and I'm done. Verse 14 says, and I said unto him, this is John, and John is saying, thou knowest. See, because the angel, I think it was an angel, the elder, it was an elder. And take that down. And he asked John, who are all these people? And John was saying, Sir, I don't know. Thou knowest. Put it back up there. Put that verse back up there for me. And he said to me, These are they. Now, y'all know that sister in the white robe. This is common sense. You know, you're in the white robe. We come out of everywhere. The Bible says, These are they. He answers John's question. He answers his own question, really. Because John says, sir, thou knowest. You know who they are. And he said to me, these are they which came out of what kind of tribulation? That is. That is. How you going to come out of something if you ain't ever been in it? Come on. And have washed their robe and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Everybody know that's to save people because Jesus Christ is the one that has washed our souls with his blood. Am I right about it? He said they're the ones that came out of great tribulation. Amen? Uh-huh. Was that verse 14? Verse 15 says, Therefore they should be before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. That's good, son. Take it down. They came out of the tribulation, right? The great tribulation. Jesus said after, immediately after the tribulation, right? 
he's going to get his people, right? Daniel in Revelation says that he's going to wear the straight south for three and a half years, right? Now, here's that seven-year breakdown. One week is going to be a confirmation, a peace treaty between the Antichrist and between many, he said. Not everybody, but he said many. The first three and a half years, time, time, and dividing every time, 42 months, same thing. So you're going to wear out the saints. That's what the words say, right? Saints can't be wore out if they ain't here. Right? Your job can't weigh out if you ain't on the job, right? Okay, all right. All right. And then in the middle, what's going to happen to you? Because this fool, at the beginning of the peace treaty, he ain't going to know that he's in the cry. See, he don't realize that. Until he's resurrected from the dead. See, that's in the book too. See, in the book of Revelation, he had a deadly wound. The beast had a deadly wound on one of his heads. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, that wound was healed. That means that he would say it was a deadly wound. The book of Ezekiel and the book of Isaiah says that he'll be cast out of his grave like an abominable branch. That's God's word. Now, ever since Satan has fallen, Satan himself has never dwelt inside of a human body. His demons have. His influences have. But this fellow is going to use his power to go into that dead leader and the Bible says he's going to be resurrected. Say he ain't going to go down to the grave like his fellow brethren. But he's going to be cast out like an abominable branch out of the grave. Even the grave don't want him. And when he comes out, he's going to go in the temple. Because he's really crazy now because he's filled with the fullness of Satan like Jesus was filled with the fullness of God. You hear me? See, everything God does, the devil... Yeah. He does just the opposite. So you got Satan, the false prophet, and the Antichrist. You've got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. See? Okay, you got three. I'm going to get three. He's a mimicker. He's resurrected. He goes into the temple. And he proclaims himself to be God. Because he's filled with Satan now. And Satan still is trying to exalt his throne up to where God is and be like the Most High. So he's going to cuss God and he's going to blaspheme God.
And he's going to proclaim himself to be God. When you see that happen, then you know it's time. He'll be revealed at that time. Jesus said, I ain't coming to falling away from the truth, remember? And the son of sin, the son of perdition, the Antichrist, be revealed. That's when he'll be revealed. When he proclaimed himself to be God. In the middle. God sins, takes up his church out of the tribulation, and now the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience who are left behind. Amen? We won't go no further with that today. Because all I want to deal with you today about is the timing of the great escape which y'all call the rapture. It's the timing of it that we're dealing with today. It's not, according to the Bible, it is not before the tribulation that God will come and get his people. According to God's word, now who report are you going to believe? According to God's word, he says it's going to be after the tribulation. According to God's word, he said, now, after these things, the elder asked St. John, who are these that are arrayed in these white robes and who've been washed in the blood of the lamb and made pure and all that good stuff? And John told him, well, you know. And he said, these are those that came out of great tribulation. They didn't escape the tribulation. They escaped the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Amen? Amen. Then give God some praise for his word. <laughs>